two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which show soared to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Duke Wellington Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Pip, pip, it's Sario. Uh, please don't. <laughs> please. Please don't. I'm going to do the whole no. podcast no. like this, I am. <laughs> nope. Nope. You're it's making pretty... my ears bleed, and this is an audio program. This is a pretty good accent, though, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. That is great. I mean, my body hurts like hell. Yes. From all the work we did yesterday. Yes. But <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. You've had a good month. I have. Well, now, the Glades was bad good. You're right, right, right. Miss Scarlet and the Duke is legit good. Wow. You, you I, applauded again. <laughs> I adored it. Every minute of it. It's the kind of show I like to watch when it's really rainy and gloomy outside. Yeah, unfortunately, it's unfortunately it's spring sunny. now. Yeah, yeah, it's really sunny out, which is gross. Yeah. Yeah. All that sunlight. All that sunlight. <laughs> my my vampireness can't take it. Nope. No. <laughs> Do you want to give us a show synopsis on this show, Miss Scarlet and the Duke? Oh, and remember, you can watch it for free on Amazon with a seven day free trial. Yes. So you don't have to buy it. Although I'm probably going to have to buy the whole season so I can watch it at my leisure. At your leisure, yep. Yes. yes. Okay, show synopsis. Eliza Scarlet joins forces with a Scotland Yard inspector to solve crime in 19th century London. And what was the episode synopsis, if you please? Inheritance is the title of the episode. Yes. When Eliza Scarlet's father dies suddenly, she's faced with a stark choice. Except the fact she is now penniless, or take on and run her dad's detective business. But can she succeed against all the odds in this male-dominated world? <laughs> I think she can. You think you think she's gonna do it? Yeah, yeah, I think she can. Yeah. I have a good feeling she's yeah. gonna be all right. Yeah, I think she's good. This is starring Kate Phillips as Eliza Scarlet. She did amazing. She was great. She was in Peaky Blinders and mm-hmm. Wolf Hall. Sounds very British. We had Stuart Martin as William. The Duke Wellington. He was very attractive. <laughs> and they, 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 okay. Do you think their characters should have a romantic entanglement or do you think they should remain platonic even though it will deprive the world of very attractive children? <laughs> I want them to have a Scully Mulder relationship where it's not, you know, there's hints of it. Right, right. And but once they, once, but they actually, once they actually get together, it's, it's like, like ew, we don't want that. No, we don't want this. Yeah, but I want it to be that same kind of just dynamic on the cusp. Okay. But not actually going for it. Okay, good. Yeah. When I think, sort of like how it was with Bones. Y- yeah. I think it, yeah. well, Bones, they eventually hooked up. Too. Yeah, I know, but I didn't like it when they did. In fact, that's when I stopped watching. I think that's what helps with it being a limited season. I believe there's only like six or seven episodes per mm-hmm. season. Okay. Which I think it's only on season two. So I think it's like 12 episodes all together. All right. And I think it helps to have that truncated season. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you have something like the X-Files, you have 22 episodes per yeah. season. To prolong a will-they-won't-they they situation mm-hmm. over 10 years, like right. 200-something episodes, it becomes ridiculous that they're not yeah. at some point. But yeah. as soon as they do, it ruins everything. It does. It does. So, so I think it helps, actually, that it's... Like yeah. less episodes. So yeah, like, I just like the subtle hints. Right, right, right. Of of romance, I don't want them to actually get together at all. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like not at all, but I just like that kind of energy. Right. That 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 yeah. tension a it's little like, bit. It's like amber. Is it that color of your energy? It's yeah. That is the color of my energy. <laughs> it's amber. Yes. We have Kathy Belton, Ivy. She was great too. Uh, was that the? That was the housemaid. House, housekeeper, housemaid. Butler. But like she's butler in female form. Buttress. Yeah, what are they called? <laughs> uh oh my god, Miss Miss not Miss Padmore. I gotta, yeah, I think Miss Padmore was No, Miss Padmore was the cook. No, you're right, you're right. Okay. Oh my gosh, well who was she? I, I don't know. I, what is the title exactly? 
I don't know. She's like head maid, head housekeeper. Head, head, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Head housekeeper. Uh, we don't know the exact term because we are not lords. Yeah, we should move on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's that level. Yes. Um, she put, She was in Red Rock and The Woman in White. Mm. Then we had Danny Midwinter as D.S. Frank Jenkins. Do we know who Frank... Was that the guy who who was like his partner at the... I don't remember. Constabulary? I don't remember Frank. I, apparently he's in every episode, so hmm. that's why I included him here. Hmm. But anyway, he was in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Blackbeard, and an episode of Dinotopia. <gasps> what? I love Dinotopia. Now, now, this is the TV show, not the miniseries. Oh, I've never watched the TV show. Yeah, maybe we should do it for We should show. do it for the month of May. <laughs> but anyone who likes those like, old school Robert Halmy uh, I love the old school Robert Halmy TV miniseries. Halmy, as you might know from this show or this podcast, his son, and I think in him as well, mm-hmm. did Farscape, which yes, we enjoy. They yes, do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's very glazy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't do it much anymore, I don't think, no. because I think the way... Miniseries really aren't a thing anymore, Not really, really because I think yeah. streaming kind of killed the idea of, like, it the did. event miniseries. Yeah, on like a, which is disappointing. Kind of in a way, yeah. Because these were always fun. Because they were cheap, Yeah, and, and with everything that comes with cheap, but mm-hmm. also a lot of fun. Yes, they were a lot so. of fun. Miss Scarlet and the Duke was released March 31st, 2020. The number one song. Oh my God! It's the box by Roddy Rich. <laughs> <laughs> and we should get him to. We, we should pay for the rights to use his music. <laughs> the amount of times we've said him. And then we also the number one movie was The Invisible Man. Oh right, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was kind of garbage. Did you watch it? With I watched me? bits and pieces from the corner of my eye. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember hating it, but. I, thought I it don't was remember stupid. much about it, so I can't right. really. It was the abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I, I remember the the movie. I just don't remember my impressions of the movie. I don't want to sit here. Right. I don't want to misrepresent myself. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to say I loved it or hated it. Mm. I don't remember, so that can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> what were your predictions for Miss Scarlet and the Duke? A really sassy, sexy woman will be a badass Sherlock Holmes detective who has a rich, sexy sidekick. It'll be perfect. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's okay. it. There you go. <laughs> I, I thought it would be that's a good one. It's Thanks. pretty close. I nailed it. Uh, I said two detectives navigate the foggy London streets into the tangled web of social etiquette mm-hmm. to solve grisly murders. Yes. Yes. But there's no murder. There's no murder in this episode. There's probably Spo- going to be one, like, later. But... Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, but... but you did spoil the first bit. That was a good bit. Uh, well, no, I didn't. I didn't. I yeah. didn't spoil okay. it. Okay. I couldn't possibly. But before we get into this show... I think it's important, and I think it's important to this show. Okay. To our podcast or to Miss Scarlet and the Duke? Miss, well, it, it's important to our podcast to better speak to the themes of this show. Okay. Giving me a very Alexis <laughs> from Shit's Creek look right now. To learn more about a Victorian etiquette, I think we should all be very familiar with ah. this as we proceed. Okay. So, here we go. So, in 1875... Thomas E. Hill wrote the Manual of Social and Business Forms, which is basically outlining the preferred etiquette of the time. Wow. So He had way too much time on his hands. Oh, there's a lot of books, apparently, on etiquette. <laughs> and they were obsessed. Ugh. Uh, here are some of the highlights. Okay. Bathing. Yeah, hey, that's important. Uh, let's see how they felt about it. He said, upon arising, take a complete bath. Oh, nice. A simple washing out of the eyes is not sufficient. The complete bathing of the body once each day is of the utmost importance. Agreed. Not more than a quart of water is necessary. Oh. Preferably <laughs> rainwater. What? Ew. Okay. How? Ew. So I guess he's saving jars of stagnant oh, <laughs> rainwater. That doesn't feel very clean. And especially if you're talking about somewhere like London. That's yeah. Gonna like all, that's got to have like pee water in it Yeah, and it's going to be like all like uh, pollution. Yeah. Like, uh, like acid rain almost. Gross. For women, kissing. Mm-hmm. Upon the meeting of intimate friends among ladies mm. at the private house, the kiss as a mode of salutation is yet common. But this is a custom which ought to be abolished for the <laughs> physiological and other reasons. It, what? What? It, what? En- it, <laughs> it encourages sapphic desires. Oh, my God. Okay. 
Which is crazy. Like, like just two women, like... But isn't that, like, what they... Like, the European way? Isn't that the European way? Yeah. Of, like, this... Kisses everywhere. Kiss. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in Victorian. Which is kind of gross, which is why I don't go to Europe. Because I'm like, yeah. ew. <laughs> I don't even... I mean, the one good thing about the coronavirus is, like, I finally have an excuse not to touch anyone. It's so nice. I can be like, just stay away from me. It's so stay nice. Stay away. I don't want to touch your hand. Yeah. I don't want to kiss you. I, don't I need wanna... <laughs> my six-foot bubble. Thank you very much. We're not hugging. Oh, I'm sick and tired of, like, standing in line with people, like, just standing on Hovering. you. It's like, guys, I need some space I'm here. I'm trying to buy And some... now, finally, with COVID, we get space. Thank thank God thank for God. <laughs> God. For space, not for, for space, COVID. Not for COVID. For space. Dignity. To greet someone by saying "Hello, old fellow," indicates ill breeding. Okay. If you are approached in this vulgar manner, so vulgar, it is better to give a civil reply and address the person respectfully. In which case, he is quite likely to be ashamed of his own conduct. So you should. Okay, like, so how do I address him respectfully if I can't say "Good morning, old fellow"? Um. He did not go and, into detail. Okay, okay. Well, you got to give me another way to respectfully <laughs> say hello to someone. Yeah, exactly. good morning is not respectful enough. Old fellow. Old fellow. I guess it, it, it implies a certain degree of intimacy that might not be there. Like if you're just like meeting someone on the street. I don't have a hat to tip. Oh, you better have a hat to tip. <laughs> We're talking Victorian England. You don't leave the house without a hat. <laughs> Small talk. You should never speak of a topic of absorbing interest. Like weather? <laughs> no, of anything of interest. You should talk about the weather. You should not talk about anything actually interesting. Okay. Uh, like sex? <laughs> uh, as it might lead to discussion. <gasps> the horror. The horror. <laughs> the horror. God forbid. Well, how boring of a life it is. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're getting a bit interesting. I might want to Shall I tell more. you more about my nipple piercings? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a big trend in the Victorian <laughs> times. Big time. Yeah. A lot of women had them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of women had them. And they weren't allowed to discuss it. And they weren't allowed to discuss it. <laughs> but they were just like, I got nipple didn't, piercings. Didn't women, do you know more about this I era do. than I do? Uh, yes, because they make book covers with it. I've had yes. to study it. I know when Big Ben was built. Well, I know of, all of this stuff. Well, it's one of the things I said about the show. It seems to carry, like, I have never heard of a group of people who are so into the minutia mm-hmm. of an era as people who write Regency and Victorian yeah, fiction. Yeah, they have to know exactly the proper etiquette for everything. Otherwise, reviewers will tear them a them new apart. one. So it doesn't matter how good your book is. Doesn't if you matter. get one little mm-hmm. detail, the type of fabric wrong, yes. like, yes. they will tear you yeah. apart. And it includes your covers, which yes. is why you have to be so I'm, careful about yes. what you do and mm-hmm. how, the cut of the dress and yes, all that stuff. very much so. But w- didn't I hear something? Maybe it was from you mm. that, like, women used to do certain things. Maybe the nipple piercing would be one of them mm-hmm. where if, if they were to faint mm-hmm. and be, have to be laid down on a sofa yeah. or something, it allowed, like, it was, like, kind of a sexual thing, too. <laughs> like, it was, like, a way of, like... Showing off like, oh, I have my nipple pierced or so, something like that, wasn't it? I don't remember telling you anything about that. Um, okay. I think some of the stuff that I did tell you about was their um, sick night dresses. Right. Okay. They would fake illness. That's probably. To show probably. off their new nightgown. Right. That's, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. To get them into a nightgown. Mm-hmm. But then everyone would be like gathered yeah. around her exactly. to make sure she's okay. But that's where you show off your new nightgown. Exactly. Yeah. Which means you're showing off probably more skin yes. than you would be able to in mm-hmm. polite society. Exactly. Interesting. Yes. Marriage. <laughs> Anyone with bright red hair and a florid complexion should marry someone with jet black hair. Oh, to get rid of those gingers, huh? Get rid of the gingers. See, I love gingers. I think they're gorgeous. The very corpulent should marry the thin and spare and the body... To get rid of both the thin and the corpulent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the body wiry, cold-blooded, and the wiry, cold-blooded should marry the round-featured warm-hearted, emotional type. Oh, like like us. Because I'm (laughs) cold-blooded and wiry, and you're warm-hearted. And I'm a jolly old soul. (laughs) You're a jolly old soul. (laughs) But yeah, it seems like they they really wanted that opposites attract thing to to happen. So that you have a middle ground human. Yeah, exactly. That's not how genetics work. That's not how it works. Um, Husbands always should leave home with a tender goodbye and loving words mm. as they may be their last. Oh, my God. Are you always going off to die? <laughs> I think I do that. Every time I go out to the store, I make sure everyone gets a hug and a kiss. Oh, well, I yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, knock on wood, but, you know. Wow. They were really morbid. S- street etiquette. 
When crossing the pavement, a lady should raise her dress with the right hand mm. a little about the ankle. <laughs> to raise the dress with both hands is considered vulgar oh, yeah. and can only be excused when mud is very deep. <laughs> you want to hear some of uh, the other rules? Yes. Yes. Weddings weren't allowed after midday. Good. Men were supposed to not supposed to smoke in front of women. Yeah, damn and, right you're not. And it was considered rude for a woman to interrupt a man as he was smoking, as it meant he would have to put out a perfectly good cigar. <laughs> so don't bother me. Sorry. <laughs> I kind of spit a little on that one. <laughs> it's like, good God, woman. <laughs> I got to good... put out my pipe now just to listen to your ass talk. <laughs> and it's not going to be of anything of interest. No, it's going to be the weather. How important is that? Well, if there's like a winter storm coming or a hurricane, maybe. <laughs> if a woman ran into a man on the street that she could not avoid, Uh-oh. she was to initiate the conversation what? and offer her hand. What? Yeah. Like, what? That seems weird to To a me. strange man? No, no, no. Like, uh, if she, it was an acquaintance that she knew, but she yeah. could not avoid, like, someone gross, but like, Ew. still like, not gross. Someone annoying, but Ew. not necessarily someone like, like a family friend. Ew. She had to initiate the conversation. Ew. She, he then had to wait until she addressed him by name before lifting his hat completely off his head with the hand farthest from the woman. Yeah, we don't want your hand anywhere near the woman. Exactly. Uh, that's that's you good. Never know that that's good etiquette. It's Keep like, your hands away from women. Good those, etiquette. Those idle hands that can't like resist good grabbing. Good etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> if the woman offered her hand, he was then obliged to walk with her no matter what. Nice. So if he was like, so what I should do is just be like, hey, get your butt over here and walk me to the grocery store. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm on the way to the haberdashery. You walk up, reach out your hand. I'm like, I'm never gonna get this hat. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to carry all of her shopping bags. (laughs) That was another thing. You were obliged. She was never allowed to carry. If you saw her and she was carrying stuff, you had to take that burden. The the man. Yes. Men are so much more. constitutionalized. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. Uh, women, this is crazy. This one was crazy to me. Women were expected to be fully dressed and ready to greet visitors every day between 3 and 5 p.m. Ugh. Every day. God, it's way too social. The closer your acquaintance, the later you could call. But woe to you if you misjudged your intimacy. Oh. So it was considered an extremely poor taste to arrive before 3 p.m. Yeah. And when calling, men would signify they didn't intend to stay long by either holding their hat or their riding crop. So I'm just like dropping in. Just here to say, hey, laters. Yeah. Yeah, Seems okay. Great. They had like a whole two hour chunk of their afternoon where everyone was just like popping by everybody's oh. house. Oh, it sounds terrible. You know, I would have been burned as a witch so fast. Yeah, exactly. I would have just been. There's no way I would have done all that socializing. They would have been like. That Aaron's the cold-hearted one, isn't she? <laughs> she needs a warm-hearted man. <laughs> Bring in Cameron. <laughs> uh, if you were invited to a dinner party, you were expected to arrive 15 minutes late. Okay. You were then adjourned to the drawing room until you were called to dinner. People were then coupled up and led to dinner in the order of their importance. Oh, my So God. I think that must have really sucked to be the last yeah. person. Like, it's like, I am the least among all of you. Wow, that sucks. And I also think it's funny because always in movies and stuff, whoever the main character is, is always the last to enter because like... Yeah. But in there, it's always set up like, wow, here wow, she is or yeah. here he is. But like in real Victorian now house, you're like, you would have been like the garbage. You're yeah, like... Yeah, now you're watching the... Cinderella enter and you're like, you are clearly a scullery maid. Yeah, you're like <laughs> a step above a footman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Etiquette books of the day suggested that while marriage based on affection weren't exactly frowned upon, they weren't considered necessary. Hmm. People were encouraged to only seek partners of the same class level. Mm-hmm. And while men were generally older than their wives, they did yeah. they did have an appropriateness scale, which is new. I'd never heard of this before. If you were 55, you could get a 12-year-old. No, actually, <laughs> it's, it's actually more reasonable than that, actually. As some people today could stand to like listen to this. <laughs> to learn this. If you were 30 years old, if a man was 30, Mm -hmm. he was not supposed to be with anyone younger than 22. Well, then he's getting an old maid. Yeah, maybe. He's got to get after widows then. Maybe, but uh, there there was an 
it was considered inappropriate to go younger than that, which is actually so. When you see these movies where it's like an eighteen-year-old girl yeah. with this like fifty-year-old man, even people at the time would have been like, "This is gross." This is gross. Like yeah. they might have accepted it, probably based on like wealth and position right. and stuff. But it wasn't something that they were like, "Oh, it's no big deal." It would have mm. really been like talked about. Good, good. Yeah. And if you were there's a sliding scale, and if you were forty years old, mm-hmm. you were suited to a woman twenty-seven years old. So you weren't. Yeah, to, I can so see 13, that. There's yeah. thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, again, it's, like, I think it's such an interesting thing, like, the real life, they mm-hmm. actually had, like, I mean, some people even today are, like, how old, how, you know, like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's, like, they actually had a scale that actually isn't <laughs> that bad. I mean. Yeah, it's not bad. Eight years if you're 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still think if you're 30, 22 is a bit young, maybe, but, you know, you're both adults, at least. That's you know? true. When a man declared his intentions to marry a woman... They were then expected to live a period of time as complete strangers, which could last for a considerable amount of time. Mm. The reason for this was due to getting their financials together. Once it was agreed to be mutually beneficial, the woman would be gifted by her family, her own family, Mm -hmm. a certain amount of spending money. The rest of the money would go in a trust, and the interest that that money earned Mm -hmm. would go to the husband. (laughs) If, but this is, I thought this was kind of interesting. If at any point, so before they're even married, if at any point either of the party decided to end the engagement, they could be sued for damages. Because <laughs> it was like a, a business Yeah, it was a business arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it was, was never about it, love. There was like, oh, well, again, they, they didn't have a problem with love. They just were like, it's not important. It's not important. Wealth and status is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and to make sure that if you're mm-hmm. you're dark haired, you're marrying a redhead, and yeah. if you're <laughs> if you're chubby, you're getting with a thin person, and <laughs> <laughs> that so, way you can create those middle ground if you're, people. If you're a real grouch of a person, you want to be with someone. Else, that sounds like. It, it, that is, like, literally the recipe to make everyone miserable. Yes, literally. <laughs> like, you have just codified <laughs> making failed marriages. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about Miss Girl. Let's finally get into okay. that. So now we're, now we're immersed okay. in the world. We're immersed. And I loved it. I loved every moment of this. Yeah, I thought, um, again, I was really... And it's not Glazian fun love. No, 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 no. This is a completely different kind of love. This is a legitimately... Good show. Legitimately good show. Mm-hmm. I said stylistically, it's very much like the BBC's Sherlock. Yes. I mean, like, not necessarily in some of the... the but not flourishes. modern. It still takes place in Victorian times. And it sets it very well within yes. Victorian times, which mm-hmm. gives it that interesting dynamic. Yes. We have a woman in a period mm-hmm. where she couldn't even, like... Walk to the grocery store by herself. Yeah, like, yeah. you know... It gives it that interesting little hiccup in the mm-hmm. in the storytelling mm-hmm. that I thought was very very interesting. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, how does she how does she do it? And because of that, some of the things that might seem more tropish to mm-hmm. like the detective genre right. became more. I found myself leaning in more, yes. even though like if it had been Columbo, mm-hmm. you'd been like, it's fine, he's got this. Yeah. You know, oh, he's lying, but he's gonna be okay. Right. With this, there's times when she's bluffing yeah. the bad guy mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know. Is she, you know yeah. Even though you know there's multiple episodes and it's named after right. her, you're still kind of, you worry for her because mm-hmm. you don't know, even if she's right, she's still a woman and yeah. the police could side with him just because he's a man. Yeah. Well, and Duke Wellington even says at one point, uh, he says, well, now he's a wealthy landowner. So you, your word means nothing. Yeah. Literally Literally nothing. nothing. And I always enjoy these shows that, like I said, about authors who write in the Victorian and Regency area, mm-hmm. era, the amount of stuff they bring in, all that history they yeah. bring in that just makes the world feel more lived in, more mm-hmm. colorful. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a woman, one of the subplots of the show is this woman is trying to marry her son to Eliza. He's yeah. wealthy. Mm-hmm. It's a good match, you know, based right. on the code of etiquette. Mm-hmm. It's, it's appropriate. But she, she, she's like, what are those immoral... Uh, vehicles around and he's like oh you mean bicycles yeah and she's like it's so brazen and vulgar yeah it's so brazen and vulgar but then again doctors at the time had a term for it it was called bicycle face yeah if a woman rode a bicycle she would get a bicycle face and therefore prove herself to be ineligible for marriage right and which means you're a whore exactly because that was the only other job you had exactly yeah, and like the whole idea of bicycles too at the time was it was the first time people were really free yes. to move be, like women. 
women especially, mm -hmm. but to move beyond a, a closely contained bubble. Exactly. So, and because you can do that, of course, what are young people going to do? Mm -hmm. They're going to go fool around, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were doing it anyway. I but mean, now, yeah. But now they were given this mm -hmm. opportunity to get away. So bicycles were considered mm -hmm. this, like, immoral device. Which is hilarious. Again, it, it just paints <laughs> this world in, in mm -hmm. there. It's nothing relevant to the plot, but it just gives it color. Exactly. Color. Well, on a side tangent, speaking of, of, of added culture and, and, mm -hmm. and differences in these worlds, modern day authors now mm -hmm. uh, with the Regency and Victorian pieces are adding a lot more to it. So they're kind of actually leaving the proper, so-called proper etiquette mm -hmm. of the times and modernizing it, yeah. which is making it much more accessible, accessible for everybody. Which now, is isn't that what Bridgerton is kind of does? <laughs> yes, it does. But let's face it, the original books had no black people in it. Oh, okay. So you, we can't just be like, let's praise Julia Quinn constantly. Oh, uh, okay, okay. But, okay. you know, give praise where praise is due, definitely. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, I'm talking more about the authors that, that I work with, too, like Mary mm -hmm. Farmer and mm -hmm. Caroline Lee. Like, they, they take their genres. Right. And they've modernized them. Exactly. And I know Mary Farmer uh, likes to tell me about all of her bad reviews that she gets. Right, right. Because she gets reviews like, women in this time period would never act like this. So brazen. Yeah. And I'm like, good. Right. I would, I would read those books well, because I think the proper women are boring and well, and annoying and frustrating. And I can't relate to that. Well, and the thing is, too... First of all, these off these authors, mm -hmm. are, they dedicate their life to this. They've studied yes. the the thing, mm -hmm. and they know that it wasn't. It, it's not a monolith. Like yes. people were. Mm -hmm. It's not like people weren't having premarital sex. It's not well, like yeah. homosexuality didn't exist. Mary Farmer has about oh fifteen sixteen books about just gay Victorian men. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like ton of them, and they sell really well. They sell really yeah. well. But, she loves writing it too, so yeah. she puts in that Victorian etiquette with homosexuality, right. and so of course there's always going to be massive conflict too at the same time. Right. But it definitely modernizes it, and it definitely puts you into the awareness and understanding that people have always been people. Yeah, exactly. Regardless well, of these weird etiquette rules. Well, and it sounds like the negative reviews you get are like the negative reviews we saw, like mm -hmm. of the glades, where it's like, oh, but the Everglades is a yeah. river, not a swamp, or mm -hmm. whatever. It's like such a squibbly little thing yes. to worry about. Mm -hmm. It's like just enjoy the story sometimes. Like, exactly. It's nice to have that stuff to to bring in, but like you should know when to break those rules. Exactly. And and, and too, a lot of those time periods are always whitewashed. So yeah. modern authors are definitely bringing in uh, more cultures. Right. You know, like African Americans and Indians. Yes. And, and um, but, which which just makes the world bigger because the world is a very big place. Exactly. And so it makes the books. Much more enjoyable, I think. Exactly. And same with this show. Even though right now it's a lot of white people, I have, uh, but there is Moses. Moses, yeah. who is a who runs a brothel. He runs a brothel. Yeah. He's sort of, I guess he's sort of a pimp, but mm -hmm. he's not necessarily negative. Like yes. nobody is like judging him on his. He's just accepted. Yeah. Like that's yes, who he is. exactly. He, he is the proprietor of this mm -hmm. business, you know. Exactly, which is a really nice thing. So I like how they've modernized it. Exactly. But I also like how they've kept to the clothing of the period yeah. and somewhat of the etiquette of the period. Yeah. Well, and it's not even so much modernizing it. I think it's, it's more painting a more accurate picture of what it's things true. actually were like. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the old school way would to make everybody white. Yeah. And that's just how it, but that's not. Accurate. The reality yeah. of what times were actually like. Exactly. So this is actually is uh, filling in those kind of mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, this was actually how it is. It's like the people pissed off about Bridgerton or whatever, yeah. and everyone's like, it's not like black people didn't exist. <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or or homosexual. It's not like gay people mm -hmm. didn't exist. This, this was there. Exactly. So, um, so it's nice that the, the, in this, we're getting more. Yes. Um accurate, mm -hmm. I guess. However, the covers still have to reflect the old school thinking. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's an aesthetic thing, though, I think. And I, I think you got to do the... I understand that. Yeah. You know. yeah. And, you know, who knows? It will evolve, I'm sure, in time. Uh, probably not. I think it's the fashion that uh, attracts people to the era. Right. You know, but now the characters are also more relatable. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. But anyway, back, back, back to this show. So, so the show, let's give a kind of brief overview of what's happening here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it starts with the cold open. Mm -hmm. and, and pretty much from the beginning, the sound design, the set design, mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the clothing design, everything is perfect, mm -hmm. I think. 
starts off and you see. Oh yeah, and Miss, I love all those music stings with like the foggy town of her just walking. Yeah, it's, it's just early. <laughs> She's in the not morning. even doing anything. She's just walking, yeah. and the music is intense. Tense, it, like it draws you in yeah. to the world immediately. Yeah. She she is paying off a little boy to bring her to a corpse because she's trying to do like a Sherlock Holmes, like check for lividity, right. uh, you know, she learn from the dead body how long has it been dead, like all right. that stuff. And then as she does that, it's this like woman who with one eye, mm-hmm. she steals her her, her fake her, eye, her fake eye, <laughs> and then the woman surprisingly is a, still alive. Yeah. Turns out she was just drunk. Yeah. And and then uh, then we cut to a very beautiful. Uh, Title sequence. Mm, very nice. And basically what's happened is her father was a police officer. Mm-hmm. Kind of classic. Private detective, really. Pri- well, he was a police officer then retired and then yeah, became a private detective. Exactly. Kind of very much, I- I'm sure this is cliche in detectives, mm-hmm. where the parent just like teaches their kid yeah. everything about police work. It's like psych very much. Very much so, yeah. Um, and But he's also an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He ends up having a heart attack. And unfortunately, they weren't doing well financially. Although I think it's so crazy at the time that people who were middle class still have like a household staff. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like we haven't paid the butcher in weeks. I'm like, well, what are they paying you? Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he dies. She wants to keep the business going. Mm-hmm. She's offered uh, an opportunity by this man who says he had a niece. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very close That's, with her. They're estranged. They're estranged. Because he didn't approve of the marriage between it, her and this, like, gadabout. So she ran off to Soho mm-hmm. to marry this guy. He says, I'm dying. I want to reconnect with her mm-hmm. before I do. Mm-hmm. Okay? And because her father's dead, she takes the case on the DL. Yeah. Meanwhile, we also have the Duke Wellington, who mm-hmm. is a professional detective. Very attractive, too. Extremely attractive. <laughs> very nice beard. <laughs> very very full. nice. Very attractive. Very nice, Gary. <laughs> Very nice. He uh, is a real-life detective mm-hmm. who was also the protege yes. of her father. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how they know each other. And that's how they know each other. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, well, let's talk about some of the big points, like the syphilis stings. The syphilis, the, the rash? Where, like... Police oh, officers would break into brothels, yeah. take all of the women, give them an inspection. Exactly. And if they found any sign of disease, of yeah. venereal disease, mm-hmm. they were imprisoned for a year. Yeah. It was horrifying. Yeah, that was it, terrifying. Because she's gone to the seedy part of town mm-hmm. to find this woman. Mm-hmm. And while she's there, the sting happens. Yes. And she, our hero, yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't matter if she's our hero or not. It's yeah. horrifying for anybody. It's horrifying. But she is, like, taken to this, like, small little laboratory or something. Yeah. Medical exam room. Mm -hmm. And, like, she is going to be, like, basically molested by these people. Yeah. And she ends up getting out of it by telling them (laughs) that she is the favored whore of the Duke. (laughs) Of Duke Wellington. And that's one thing I should say about this show. It's actually got a lot of good humor in it. It's very clever. It's very... Um, it has the right amount. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't ever tip over into being silly. Exactly. It, it, it remains very clever. Yeah. Sort of like at one point, Duke Wellington says, detective work is men's work. And she goes, yes, but you're still doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, funny. It's fun lines It's kind like of that. witty and the, you know, the, charming. The, probably the goofiest one mm-hmm. is when the, we first meet the Duke. He's shaving in his office. Right. His assistant, oh, yeah, possibly right. that guy that I mentioned, mm-hmm. says, like, oh, she's here. And he's like, tell her I'm in a meeting. And yeah. he's like... She knew you'd say that. She's just outside the door. And I think she's heard this conversation. And then he's like, yeah. Yes, she, she definitely heard, heard this conversation. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. There's yeah. a lot of little bits like that that mm-hmm. were very good. But again, it doesn't get into like, this is a comedy territory right. either. It, it has the perfect balance, I think, of just wit and charm and mystery and intrigue. Mm-hmm. And of course... Sexism, <laughs> and and she, rem- but as a way for her to defeat it, it's not like a, a hindrance to her, right? It's just her defeating it. She defeats it, and then she's able to exploit it in certain. Yes, it's it's, it's her way of navigating mm-hmm. again that web of etiquette. Exactly. Um, and, I mean, she comes off to me like a complete badass. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. But what I did like about the show, they let her cry. They let her cry. And the, the show, I, I said, the show had enough respect for her and mm-hmm. enough faith in the audience to allow her to fuck up. Yes. Yes. She makes a huge mistake. She makes a huge mistake, mm-hmm. which we'll spoil in a second. Most shows like this are trying Actually, to... Actually, let's not spoil that. 
Maybe we shouldn't. No, spoil let's that? not spoil it. This is a relatively because new show. Because this is a really good show, too. And, just, and yeah, it's relatively new. It's only a year old. Yeah. So if somebody actually did want to watch it, I don't want to spoil I, that. I think I think in this case, like Columbo and The Glades are a little different because those, yeah, those, those are, are really old shows. Yeah, like yeah. okay, fair enough. I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything, but the show she makes a major mistake in this. Huge! Show. I was shocked. And a lot of shows, a lot of modern shows that want to, they don't allow women to make mistakes because they have to be more perfect than perfect. Yes. They're not allowed to make to mistakes. They're not allowed to cry. They're not allowed to feel vulnerable. Or be weak. But that yeah. sacrifices them being a fully developed character. Exactly. She's fully developed. Yeah. She she's she could be petty. Yeah. You know, a little. Uh, she's very smart. Mm-hmm. She, can she can be, be manipulative. She can manipulate. She's the whole gamut of mm-hmm. human emotions. Exactly. You know? And that's important to make a, mm-hmm. someone compelling and someone you want to follow. Exactly. So I did really appreciate that they weren't afraid to be like, oh, I messed up. Big time. Big time. You know, and, and again, the show knows that you're enough on her side that you're not mm-hmm. like, oh, Ugh, she can't woman. do it. She couldn't do it. Yeah. She couldn't hack it. Mm-hmm. You're still always sort of on her side. So exactly. I really did appreciate that. There was only two things that I wrote down that I thought didn't necessarily work. Okay. And I'll let you, we can discuss. Okay. There are a couple uh, flashbacks throughout the show, which I had no problem mm-hmm. with. Again, very like Psych, actually, right. where they would show <laughs> little Sean and his father and yeah. all this stuff. There was one point, though, and I, I liked them generally, but there was one point, and maybe you can speak to it better than I can, where she's been in a fight, mm-hmm. and her father's like, why'd you get in the fight? Mm-hmm. And she's like, we were going around the room saying what we wanted to be when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And I said, police officer, but... My thinking in the Victorian era, would women, would girls even be discussing what they wanted to be when they grow up? Because it seems Yes, like because what you wanted to be when you grow up... Was married to... Was a lady. But then it seems like everyone's just going to say lady, That's lady, lady, That's all lady. they ever say. So, I mean, like, lady, 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 police officer. Right. You're a weirdo. Yes, clearly. <laughs> but I just, I just see the... It's weird to even ask that question. Why would you even ask it? Because what else were they supposed to talk about? And proper etiquette apparently said nothing interesting. Oh, that's true. And a police officer is something interesting. I guess. If your only choices are ladies. Very good point. Very good point. So according to this etiquette, no wonder she got beat up. So yeah, so so they would say lady and I want to have 15 housemen or footmen. Yeah, and And, three children. And and then the next person would say, well, I'm going to be a lady and I'm going to have 20 footmen. Yes. And that's as far as you really get. That's that's Yeah. Anybody with higher uh, aspirations would probably say, oh, I want to be a Marquesa. Okay. I guess guess my problem is I was looking at it from more of a modern perspective Mm -hmm. and I was like, well, at the time, what could women do? Right. They could be, I think, school teachers sometimes. Yeah. And it's usually probably a, a... not mm. it's usually a man probably mm-hmm. um, I don't even know if there's really women secretaries there at the weren't. time like at that era yeah it wasn't until like I think the early 20th well like we I said you had two jobs that. wife and whore yeah <laughs> those were your two options or a police officer no wife and whore but I like the fact that the show always keeps pragmatic about it mm-hmm. so at the end of the show this is a little spoiler but I mean it's not like it was one episode. Oh, and long. by the way, guys, when I use the term "whore," it's not a negative, derogatory statement. No, yeah, well, no. I yeah, I hope people know that. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't meant. No, I would never insult a prostitute right. ever. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, I get <laughs> ever. It. But I enjoyed the the pragmatism of the mm-hmm. show, where at the end, my minor spoiler is she decides to continue her father's detective agency. Mm-hmm. Not really a spoiler, since we know the show is right. exists. Exists. <laughs> exists. <laughs> but when she does. She doesn't change the name of it from her father's name. Yeah. And when the Duke comes up to her, he's like, I'm surprised you, you know. I'm yeah, surprised she goes, I put Miss up there and I'm never going to get any clients. Exactly. She knows the world she lives in. Yeah, she she knows it. She yeah. doesn't necessarily. She's got to she, use it to her advantage. She's chafing under it a bit, mm-hmm. but she also knows, like, this is how the world is. Yes. So uh, I like that. So, okay, so the woman, you've adequately answered yeah. that question okay. for me. Yeah. Or satisfactorily, not adequately. Okay. Satisfactorily. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm happy with the answer you okay. gave. <laughs> the other one I, I'm not sure about. Okay. And I'll see how you feel about this. This happens in the very last scene. Okay. Her ghost dad shows up. Yeah, that was weird to me too, actually. Cause... I didn't like that. Okay. I, I didn't mind the flashbacks, mm-hmm. but nothing about the show is particularly fantastical. Mm. And it's that very classic movie TV trope where someone has passed mm-hmm. and... You're still having conversations. They're having conversations with right. this, like... 
phantom, mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack well, of a better word. I mean, it's generally memory. Like, I know who this person was. I know right. how they would answer. Well, I, I sometimes have imaginary conversations with my dad. Yeah. I mean, like. I mean, I, I think that's normal. I don't know. I, I don't necessarily mind the trope in and of itself. I just didn't know if it felt this, felt that it fit this world. Okay. Especially in a world. Where they've already established flashbacks. Okay. Like, I love the father-daughter dynamic. Yeah. I just don't know if I need to see him in every episode <laughs> as a ghost that she talks to. Right. I think I'd rather just keep that as flashbacks. I agree with that. I thought it felt kind of weird, too. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying it was like, ooh, and, you know, yeah. science fiction, mm-hmm. or, you know, but it just didn't quite work for me. Maybe I agree. it takes it down a half a star. Not, not, not that much. <laughs> You well, know. maybe that'll be the only time she talks to her dad. We don't know. It's a we pilot episode. We that's don't right. know. We and that's all know. we can say. But do you want to hear what other people have to say? Oh, I guess. Now, off the top of my head. I kind of don't want to know their <laughs> opinions because I really like this show. <laughs> okay. Number one thing I have to say. Oh, no. I had to go actually quite far. Okay. I couldn't take a one-star review. Okay. Couldn't take a two-star review. I think I had to get all the way to a five-star review before I found one that didn't criticize the show for having a woke feminist agenda. Oh, and I was hell. like, if that's that's crazy. Like every Jesus. every single negative review was like either use the word woke wow. or feminist agenda wow. as their reason for not liking it. And I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. We're, so I had to go all the way to five stars to find a sort of negative review that at least wow. was like not harping on the fact that there's a woman character being a detective. And what's crazy about it is I didn't find the show to be pushing an agenda at all. Now, we've only seen... I didn't see an agenda in this first episode. Not in the first episode. I didn't feel like I was being preached to by someone. I didn't feel any of that. What did they want the show to be? Her just get married to... The Duke? No, the other guy. Oh, my God. Like, that's what... I mean, like... And then basically follow the Duke around? Like, the whole... As a detective? The whole point of the show is that we have a female... Detective at a time when that wouldn't have been... Well, and here's the thing, too. This is kind of a niche genre of Mm -hmm. Victorian detectives who are women, and they're super popular right now. Right. Within serial killer documentary watchers. Right, 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 right. right. Within a specific subset of people. Within a specific subset of people. Now, I don't watch serial killer documentaries. They freak me out. Yeah. You don't like real. It's too real, Roy. Yeah, you don't like real. It's too real. (laughs) Yeah. I like like my fake mystery detectives. Right. Yeah, I I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I don't like the real shit. Right, right. That's terrifying. (laughs) I don't have constitution enough for that. Yeah. (laughs) But it's definitely popular among those specific types of women. Right. If you're not that type of woman... Do not watch this. Right, right. And if you're, like, I don't know what you're doing. If because you're... if you don't want a woman being able to be a detective and being capable at that, then yeah. you can just go fuck yourself and crawl back under your rock. Yeah, and I'm going to use my detective skills for a minute. Okay. And say that anyone who uses the word woke, woke. or feminist agenda mm. as, like, a, a, as a negative, negative mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that's probably a man. Yeah. And maybe if you're a, a sexist man, <laughs> mm. horrible chauvinist man, yeah. maybe this isn't the show you should be watching in the first place. Yeah. Like, if you have that attitude, you are watching this show with the intention of being offended by it. Exactly. And uh, go watch, I don't know, something. Go watch, like, The Boy Club or something. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever they call it. Is it what was that dumb go show? Go watch a Tim Allen like, show. The Man Show or something? Yeah, like The Man Ugh. Show or something. Go watch like. that garbage, you piece of they shit. They're probably trying to start a Kickstarter to bring it back. Ugh, gross. <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, our five-star review is our okay. negative review. This is from Marta Gears. It was written last year. It says, not good enough. Oh. <laughs> Apart from Graham McTavish slash Hugh Jackman lookalike inspector. Yes, that's he, it. He does have a bit yes, of a Yes, he has Jackson, a Hugh Jackman but, feel to but him. But if Hugh Jackman was yeah. like Scottish. Yeah, Irish. <laughs> Whatever he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't say I enjoyed this series very much. Oh. The story But this is five stars? This is five stars. Not good enough is what she called it. Okay. So she's calling it middle of the road. Okay. But five stars? Middle of the road is three stars. <laughs> out of ten? Oh, out of ten. I, IMDb okay. has a ten star review. Oh, system. gotcha. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense yeah. to me. Okay. Sorry. Thank <laughs> okay. you. No problem. Because I was thinking it was five out of five. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, the storyline was poor. No real chemistry between the main characters. I disagree. I thought they had great chemistry. I thought they had fun chemistry. I had, they, they had the appropriate chemistry mm-hmm. as they would 
at the time because uh-huh. like there's a moment where he stands too close to her yeah. and you feel that tension. Yeah. And nothing happens. Nope. It's just like he stands a bit too close and then she uses that to her advantage. Yes. To be like, oh, I'm feeling a bit faint. Can you get me some salt? She yeah. sits down. He leaves the room and then she steals some Steals evidence. the files. Yeah. 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 But like, I like that about mm-hmm. it. it There's sexual whatever tension mm-hmm. that that um, dynamic is supposed to be strained. It's yeah. supposed to be kind of cold, mm-hmm. but like you're, you need to feel it when it's happening. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The whole thing didn't give me the Victorian era feeling. And don't even get me started on the boiled egg situation. Obviously haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on, but why bother? Not good enough. Certainly not good enough for a second series. Oh. I mean, that was the worst review I could say that wasn't from an asshole. So, good. All right. Uh, that sounds like a legitimate review. Yeah. Yes. Now we have a positive review. Okay. Uh, written at exactly the same time. Both were written in May 2020. <laughs> and this person... Nazim Hosen okay. says, great acting, good chemistry. Okay. See, there you go. <laughs> okay. I wonder if it was a response. I disagree with the bad reviews on this show. It's a very lighthearted comedy mystery that is mm-hmm. very entertaining. I agree with all I that. I agree, too. Disregard the reviews that suggest male versus female opposition and disagreement. If your focus on the show's themes and concept it achieves, it's all very viewable. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I applaud the writers and all others that create scripts, dialogue, without every second word being coitus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that Finally, means. a show about life and situations that exist and portrayed as it, wa- as it was. I hope this show continues for a very long time. Acting is great and the scenarios are interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the fact that her first case was a missing persons case. Yeah. Everything kind of progressed in a very believable way for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a lot of times I think they're tempted to throw her into like the most glamorous case right. that's ever happened. And it's just like, I'm missing this person. Can yeah. you go find her for me? Yes, exactly. It kept it. The stakes were high enough mm-hmm. given the uh, twist involved. Well, yeah. Given the twists and everything that happens. Yeah. In it. But it kept it engaging. It didn't have to be like she was going after Jack the Ripper or something like that. It was yes. like something that we could see her doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the show is just going to take that as a launching pad exactly. to go to more mm-hmm. um, fantastical, not fantastical and, you know, fantasy. More serial killer-esque Yeah, more things. more different stuff. Like she may even get an arch nemesis like Moriarty eventually. Ooh, that you would know? be interesting. That would be cool. I, I would dig that. Yeah, I'd like that. I would dig that. So uh, would, you, would you recommend that this continue? Yes. And now are you going to try to watch it? Yes. Are you going to yes, try to watch- I think what I'm going to have to do is buy the whole season. Right. I think it's like fifteen. Fifteen dollars. I think I'm gonna have to buy wow, the whole season. Wow, that's a that's a big recommendation <laughs> here on piloting the pilots. To yeah, I'm gonna say, have to buy the whole season so I can watch it when I have the time. Right, exactly. Yeah, and when it's gloomy out. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch it when it's bright and sunny. No, no, no it's no. not a bright and sunny watching show. Uh, so yeah, you think you should go to series? I think so. Oh, for sure. I, I don't see anything. Mm-hmm. I'm almost disappointed that more people don't know about this show. I don't think. I don't hear people talk about it. It's a niche genre. Again, yeah. A very specific type. I was going to say maybe it's because it's on PBS, but no. wasn't uh, Downton Abbey. Well, Nab- on it and Downton Abbey Nabby Nabby was on it. Mm-hmm. So it's not that. So I th- oh, speaking of, we should also put Poldark on there at some point. It is. Excellent. Okay. So, so we'll be doing Poldark. I think in a couple months we're okay. doing Poldark. But um, mm-hmm. I totally recommend it. Yeah, me too. Wow. Me too. That's- wow. Short episode. Short episode. Short up. I mean, it's There's nothing really to talk about because I don't want to blow the twist in case somebody wants to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I don't mind blowing twists for like Columbo. Yeah. Because like, well, that was like a 50 Or The Glades. That's a 50 year old show. That's an 11 year old show. But this is a relatively new show. It doesn't even have 20 episodes altogether. So Mm -hmm. it kind of feels wrong to to, to blow it. Suffice to say, I did not see the twist coming. Nope. I did not either. Uh, and I'm sorry to even say that there is a twist, but there is. There is. Um, and it's a good one. And it's a good one. It's a doozy. And the way it is resolved is mm-hmm. satisfying. Oh, yes, so, definitely. Um, so I recommend the show. I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I can say. Yes. So while you're out getting that free preview to go watch it, <laughs> Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. Oh, can they now? Yeah, I think so. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals. No rebuttals on how awesome this show is. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I refute you. <laughs> on Twitter, at Pilot Pilots, or email us, 
pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Now, would you say, this, is this your favorite show we've watched? Yes, this is my favorite show we've ever watched. Seriously? Yes. Okay, that's a big... That's a big uh... I adore this. This is right up my alley. Okay, okay. This is... This was made for me. Right, right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, like, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if it's my favorite one we've watched. Probably but... not. I don't, I don't really think it's... Right up your alley. <laughs> right. Your, your alley is slightly like 20 feet over that way. Right, 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 right. This is my alley. So next week, we're supposed to be doing a detective in-flight movie. Okay. However, we're going to switch up the format just a little bit because when there's like big tentpole shows coming out, big um, right. event shows, I want to try to cover them yeah. as much as we can as they are released. Okay. So next week... We will be covering Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. The next MCU. Oh, that'll be fun show to watch. After WandaVision. So it's going to be interesting to. Do I need to watch WandaVision or will you catch me up on some background stuff? It shouldn't have. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with WandaVision. Okay, at excellent. All. I mean, I can catch you up easily. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be its own thing. It's totally. It's well, I'm thing. excited to watch that one. I think it's going to be interesting to compare and contrast. It looks like, from what I've seen of it, much more like a MCU movie. Okay. Than, like... Oh, so fun. Whereas where one... Action-packed and fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's got the humor yeah. in it. It's mm-hmm. got the action in yeah. it. WandaVision was more trying to be, I think, a little bit experimental. Aesthetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is... It, this is going to be more straightforward, I think. Okay, cool. So, so we'll see. It would be fun to maybe compare the two. Yeah. Although WandaVision does end very MCU-y. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, next week, uh, that's what we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll try not to spoil that either. I guess that doesn't matter. I, I, we'll see how it goes. We Here. won't spoil it. Yeah, we'll try. I'm to not s- going to spoil important bits on these new shows. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to do I that. I want to try to give people a chance, if it's a newish mm-hmm. show, to actually see it. Exactly. Just like I really want you guys to watch Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Well, there you go. And that way you know exactly my type of thing that I like watching. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you don't judge me on the glades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going harder for Miss Scarlet because you don't want people to think that glades is your favorite yes, show? Yes, yes, yes. So definitely, your, definitely. You're bumping it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of counterbalance Please that. don't think The Glades is my favorite show. <laughs> Please. I don't think, I, I think the evidence is against you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will okay. see you next week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and mm-hmm. then we will announce what the theme of our next series will be. Okay, sounds good. So we'll see you next week. Bye. Love you, bye. Bye.